After years of training and thousands of hours of practice, things can go bad in an instant. I once felt my kneecap blew over the side of my horse. I once tore a pectoral muscle completely off my afro. I had surgery five times, five times, five times, five times, five times, and my left dog. With every smoke I take, my body, my life, and my career is on the line. Don't risk yours. Please, smoke responsibly. How's it going? How is everybody? How is everybody today? Welcome back to another episode of Pie Side of the Ropes. It has been another week of wrestling, and some of the shit just makes you sick. But we'll get to that as time goes on. But so I guess we start off where we left off on the last podcast. We did the predictions for NXT War Games, and then War Games happened, and we never got to it. So I guess we start with War Games. Uh, yeah, the women's war games match. Yep. So we did miss the women's war games and half of the uh, Wagner... Oh, fucking hate saying his name. Wagner, Wagner. and O'Reilly and uh, Diamond Mine match. Well, uh, what's it called? Uh, Imperium. Yeah, or Imperium, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I saw the women's war games. They had uh, Cora Jade go over. Yep. Uh, getting the win. She also got injured, but it's not. I don't know how bad or how severe it is. Okay. But they gave her the win. Because I remember uh, when we first uh, heard about it, it was like, oh, the OG side won. And it was like, really? I thought they would have had Toxic mm-hmm. Attraction and Dakota win. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, oh, so they got the new star over. Mm-hmm. And also a little tidbit. Uh, she was in the Indies as Elena Black, but had no clue she was the girl that met CM Punk during the, his UFC documentary. They got an autograph and like her father pulled Punk aside and said like, oh, thank you for being like an inspiration to her. Because he like uh, met... Like, she met him at, like, a meet-and-greet at, like, a comic book store. And then met him again on a UFC, like, a fan-ask, like, panel. And, like, funk, like, a pan, uh, pan, pan, punk, pan, punk, uh, basically joked, oh, you're just at all these things now, huh? Because, like, that was, like, his second time, like, seeing her. And I saw the, I saw the video of her meeting him, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. A fan is meeting CM Punk, and fans crying because it's, like, her idol. Or... Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, oh, she, re- oh, she wrestles. Okay. And it makes it even cooler because no now, like, you know, Punk is back, too. Yeah. It makes it just a little bit more cooler. Yeah. It does. But, uh... And all around, I thought it was a good match for what it, were, for what it was. I did go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really good match. I, that, the surprising part was, in fact, the fact that, you know, the the OGs went over. Mm-hmm. I love you, Dakota. But, given <laughs> how the rest of the show went, I understand why. So, let's get to the next match. All right, uh, O'Reilly and Von Wagner versus Superior. <laughs> versus Superior. Is it just me, or is, like, Mom Wagner's facial structure the same as the Great Collies? I fucking hate Von Wagner. <laughs> Just oh, his name. It's like it's he. It's like he's Voldemort, man. Like he sh- who shall not be named. I mean, this match was good for what it, it was, was. It was a good match. But it, for me, I thought his contract was ending like that night. But it turned out it ended like uh that next Wednesday. Yeah, the following week. Yeah, the day which after. made it because to me, like the most talking point of the match was okay. I knew like they weren't winning the titles first off because uh. it's like Kyle's on the way out. But, uh, talking point, like, Wagner, like, uh, going to turn heel, O'Reilly saw it coming, and then throwing up the undisputed, like, air sign. At first, it shocked the shit out of me. But then it's like, uh, we're probably not gonna see, um, the name being used anywhere, in a, else. In anywhere else, in any capacity. They're probably gonna have their own name that's, like, a spitting on it, which is like, a, hey, what's the undisputed era doing in the impact zone? <laughs> But what I'm really hoping for is a Red Dragon reunion. And yeah. AEW, yeah, that'd be Considering cool. that Bobby Fish is right now using the Red Dragon theme song as his theme. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking it sick. It's a good-ass theme, too. But, yeah. Anybody also know that we have, like, seven different stories as time goes on to next year with Kevin Owens leaving? Yeah. Like, they have Mount Rushmore. They have... Uh, Bullock, they have uh, the Elite versus Undisputed. They have so much shit that they can plan on doing that can lead to like some matches of the year or feuds of the year. 
Next year is just going to be so amazing. Yeah. But up next. Up next was. Uh, Grimes versus Duke yeah. Hudson. Okay. Hair versus hair. So. For Duke <laughs> I hate it. Absolutely couldn't stand Cameron Grimes' character. He can wrestle. He can wrestle. Hated his fucking character. I admit, his new look he's got going on with the kind of with the half trimmed. cut hair and like the shaved down beard. Yeah, everything trimmed up and everything. I think he looks more badass this way. I I, I think uh, this is the beginning of the character change for Cameron Grimes. I kind of I kind of wish that he got like that like actual like trimmed look yeah. right after they went with that GameStop. Uh, like a how like GameStop thing where he got so rich in the first place. Yeah. Cause it was like they had all these skits with him like buying and spending all his money where the whole his, million his, dollar man thing came from. I think it would have been more appropriate if he got trimmed up and everything then. Yeah. Right. And then started going with it. Because yeah. then everybody would have took notice, like, okay, he's really going with it. However, I still think LA Knight would have been the guy for that. He was. The thing it turned I, out for him. The thing that I don't understand that they do with him in WWE is that they they have the cave in as his finisher. Granted, yes, it's a fucking sick move. I think it should be a signature followed by his finisher being what it used to be, which is a small package driver. Seth Rollins doesn't use it anymore. He's never done it in WWE. Maybe well, in FCW, well, but well, that, that's the thing. It's also got you got to remember, like WWE has certain policies when it comes to like certain moves to protect their performers, and that one is kind of a. Little, it's like a brain bust, brain it, buster. It, it's in a, a it's way. a it's a riskier brain buster. And right? also, you don't really see a lot of brain busters in WWE that no. often anymore. He just, he just should just do the small package as a finish then. <laughs> small package as a yes. finish? Call it the Grimes Lock. <laughs> you moron. Yeah, same person who invented the ox sweep saying that. Yes. He did look a little bit like Brian, Ken- uh, not Brian Kendrick, like early Paul London that night yeah. with the fucking hair the way it was. I'm like, oh God. I'm surprised they had Cameron Grimes win. Yeah. I thought they were going to have uh, Duke Hudson win. I'm interested to see what they do with Duke Hudson. That dude can go. I, w- I was saying this while we were watching it. If Cameron Grimes went over, I thought they were going to do the switch and have uh, Duke Hudson uh, attack him afterwards and have and shave Cameron Grimes' head. That's what I thought because, you know, they've done that before. And uh, I think I forgot where, but you know WWE with their twists and whatnot of, like, certain stipulations like the kiss my ass match with yeah. Sheamus and uh, Ziggler. Oh, yeah. Well, kiss my foot. The kiss my foot match. With Jerry Lawler and... Uh, with uh, Jerry Lawler. Who was... It was Jerry and fucking... Uh, oh, I think. None of that compares to Judy Bagwell on, on a, a, por- por- on a, on a forklift. forklift match. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jude. Uh, anyway, next match. Next match was uh, Roddy with Diamond, a Diamond Mind versus Joe Gacy with Harland. That was a fucking banger in itself. Holy okay. shit. So, I, I actually just got in from work, like, coming here from work. Yeah, you had just gotten here for this match. You yeah. walked in as this match, as you walked in as Cameron was mid-shaving Duke's head. Yeah. So, um, Joe Gacy is my fucking guy, yo. Like, dead ass. I dig the gimmick. Like, before... CZW Joe Gacy, fucking awesome. GCW Joe Gacy, even better. Evolve Joe Gacy, good. Team of Kingston. WWE Gacy, not a big fan of the character, but... I'm not either. I like the character. I th- the, the cult leader kind of thing, and like, like all peace and love, but deep down I'm really an evil fuck. But he I dig caresses it. Harlan's face. <laughs> It's I, leader. I, I, I Think don't, about it. Right. It's, weird for, it's also weird for me. Like The match was good for what it was. I liked it. It had a lot of stuff for for uh, how short it was, like packed yeah. into it. But um, yeah, I just couldn't get behind the actual like gimmick with it, and also for the fact that it was for the cruiserweight title. And Gacy's not two hundred five. Yeah, R.I.P. cruiserweight title. And also, yeah, there's also shit with that being like said about that title being on the fucking chopping block next. And now it looks like they're going to unify Speaking the North American and Cruiserweight titles. You guys, yeah. you, you guys are mad. You guys don't like Joe Gacy's current gimmick, but you're not batting an eye at Harlan. I just it's accepted it. Fucking just accepted Parker it. Bordeaux! It's I just different. accepted it. I just accepted his fate. Yeah. I just said, seeing him with the shaved bald head, I was just like, 
That, when he showed up, I was just like, I second, don't even know who that guy the, is the until second, somebody said that was Parker Bordeaux. And I was like, on, what the hell did they on do? Twitter, on Twitter, there's this page called images, Wrestling Images That Were Easily Forgotten. It was a picture of a tweet from Paul Heyman saying that Parker was the next big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for this? What's that? The second that fucking I saw Parker with a shaved head, the Jim Cornette thing started playing in my mind of with him and Doug Basham. I was just thinking it wasn't his fault. It's like, oh, you guys could <laughs> pretend or imagine what the guy looked like bald. I just, I just saw Snisky. That's all. You know I what's weird? Looking at, looking at the card, it's weird how three out of the five main card matches mm-hmm. had old school go over. If yeah. You, because you, you'd think War Games would be well, the I place mean, where they well, put two point well, over everything. Well, everybody. think about the well the. We're getting there, but the main event delivered. Needless to say. The ending was but lack was like No, we'll get there. We're was, not there yet. Wait, are we talking about the cruiserweight match? No, no. the the actual War main game. event that we're just jumped to for some okay. reason. Okay. Wow. Thought, that we was some weird transition. No, we didn't even finish talking about the Joe Gacy match and how awesome it actually was. Like Gacy can fucking move. Roddy is Roddy's Roddy, like the Messiah, the fucking backbreaker, bro. You, 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 it, it's just perfection. They gave him his own faction. That I really think he could really run with. He really can. If, if they don't fucking like screw it up, I really think he could really run with it for a very long time. The second they came out, uh, the in, my instant thought was tonight on American Gladiator. <laughs> no, no, my thought was American Top Team ripoff. No, no, that's what I got from it. No. I think Diamond Mine was around longer than or no. was shown showed up where, where, where they were where a thing they, on TV before yes. uh, American Top Thank Team you. was. Well, well American that, Top, that's exactly what American I was trying Top to say. Top Team was uh, was on Impact a few years ago. Yeah, but that was a few years ago. But no, that's what I mean. Like, but I'm talking about like the way they hold themselves and the way they move is like I got America Top Team from it. Then again, that whole like team like wrestling faction coach thing has been done I, before. It just hasn't yeah. been done like to that extent. Well, it was either American Gladiator. Or my next one was tonight on American Ninja Warrior. True. But anyway, all in all, great fucking match. I don't know who said it, but I forgot which one of us thought somebody that was going to kick out of the end of heartache. That Joe Gacy was going to kick out. Was that you? No. Me. I knew it was I over. thought. Oh, I, you I thought, thought he was going to kick out of End of Heartache. I love Gacy so much, but nobody is going to ever kick out of the End of Heartache. I thought it was finally going to happen. Fuck, fuck the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking 3D. Only, one, only like two people have ever kicked out of yeah, it. Yeah, literally. But, so, main event time? Yeah. Yep. Braun Breaker. Carmelo okay. Hayes. Yep. Generic re- generic wrestler Grayson Waller. Okay. <laughs> that was Walker. Waller? Walker? Waller. It's Waller. Waller. Uh, you know, blue shorts. Gotcha. We're getting there. Yeah, gener- blind. Yeah, We're getting ge- there. Generic wrestler. Just wait for it. Oh, me and him know as blue Hold shorts on. because of blue pants Hold from on. the 2K17 days. Wait, and then, and then, generic Italian Tony D'Angelo. Okay. A.K.A. NXT 2.0. Yep. Versus Team Real NXT. I know it's called Black, Black, and Gold, Black and Gold, but they're real NXT. Johnny Gargano, yeah. L.A. Knight, Pete Dunne, Peter Dune, and Tommaso Ciampa. So first things first, before we get to anything, I just want to say how fittingly awesome Johnny's attire was. He did oh, come yeah. back out to Rebel Heart too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It was like a combination of every attire he's had stitched into one. Yeah, yeah. every attire after uh, him and Ciampa broke yep. up. Fun fact, he was wearing socks with Candice's face on it. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> now, time for the roasting session. I'm going to ask this question only once. Okay. Fess up now. Whose 2K character made it into War Games? I think that's a guy that I was working on for about 20 minutes and then just quit on. Oh, because because honestly, because honestly, Grayson Waller is great in ring. That kid could fucking move. Even though he almost that, killed that himself. Dropped, that, el- that elbow drop looks fucking sick. Wait, yeah. no, let's not forget he almost ki- landed neck first on the table. He did he almost. He managed land- to just get his shoulders right onto the fucking table. And he did almost fucking decapitate himself. But, it, you know, aside just like, from all Jesus, that. Man. Why does it look like an unfinished 2K creation? 
Why? Why does it look like that someone decided, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick and then just never finish this character? Yeah. That's me, pretty much. Except for I decided to go record because... universe mode, but then quit that two days later and restart. Two days later, restart. You get the point. But, all, like, the kid's great in ring. Just he's got no gimmick. no gimmick. He's the Nike guy. Yeah, he's the Nike guy. Literally, yeah, the he had Nike, Nike guy. He, just, he had literally had like the Nike gloves, the, the Nike, Nike shoes, shoes. The, pan, the like the you saw the little fucking black logo in the corner of the shorts. I'm no, like, bro, fa- come favorite on. favorite moment with him in the match when Pete Dunn was giving him some of the most traumatic experiences with his finger that he is never gonna forget and have nightmares about. For the rest, of, he was screaming in war games. That's something that's going to be used in the video packages for years to come. What? They're just going to use that sound effect as like generic like clips that they're going to use it for like uh, screams for when Adam Cole's getting dropped off the roof by fucking Champa, even though that wasn't something that happened. They're just going to have that scream to make it look menacing, like it's a horror flick. And then because this guy was dying games. in. <laughs> Exactly. But that is Pizza had this guy crying. I'm like, dude, yeah. this guy's never gonna live down the fact that Pete Dunn traumatized his ass. He's got the most unforgiving disorder. structure in history. One the, ah! one the fu- ah! so, No, he was also using a uh I forgot who it was. Someone was using a fucking trash can lid as a shield from a kendo stick. Imagine the yell That was a... Uh... Fuck, who was on, uh... Was that team? Tony D'Angelo? No, no, no. Who was on... Get, uh, the other guy? Carmelo Hayes. Yes. Okay. It was, oh, it was you... Hayes and someone else. Someone else had the, the uh... The I think it was stick. Dunn. Carmelo had the fucking trash can, and he threw it at Dunn. And then Dunn started beating him repeatedly. Talk about wait, hazing. Wait, talk about hazing. Well, <laughs> well, well, Carmelo Hayes' new nickname now is Bullseye. I like Carmelo Hayes. I think that kid's he, really funny. The funny thing is, I was, I was on and, Twitch one day about like a few months ago before he got signed, and I saw this wrestling promotion was just streaming on Twitch. I'm like, all right. And can we I can we just take a minute to notice something? What's up? We have a Steiner in WWE that can actually cut a promo. The big bad booty daddy's nephew. You got thirty two point three. Wait, no, thirty three. <laughs> thirty three and one third chance of winning. <laughs> I get look I get at this free- man look at this men's L's in 2K. I get freaks. It's eight- fat <laughs> I get freaks eight day- eight days out of the week. <laughs> but yeah, we got a Steiner that can actually fucking cut a promo. Oh yeah. Like, that's wild. Reeves in 20- L's in twenty twenty one. They're fat! That's what we get. The, uh, do you know what Carmelo Hayes' uh ending name was that I hope to actually use in this? Uh, Christian Casanova. Yo, I've heard of him. Yeah, that's him, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Heard. Never seen. Heard. Yeah. yeah. Heard the name. Gotcha. E- I heard Evie. Evie is pretty hot, that any wrestler. I, I have a crush on her, yeah. Okay, we all good. know it's fucking Dakota Kai. <laughs> okay, good, or at least yeah. I do because I watch Shimmer. Yes. <laughs> but all in, you all, love your this, all in all, this match... Absolutely. And Kana. This match... <laughs> Athena. Was, this match was fucking... Amazing from start to well, thirty seconds before the finish. Yeah. Okay, a little weird part. How uh, I forgot who locked the chain door, but it was for a t- yes, for for yes. two yes. and Broadbreaker didn't even enter yet, so he had to break. It was the same person that was on his side too, and it's like, wouldn't it have it made more sense to do that before Champa even came in? And then, like, you have this weird... That's a, that's a thing that kind of, like, was... They like, almost uh, took me out of it. It's like, wow, we gotta wait for this. Yeah, Braun Breaker trying to break the chain. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it literally went on for, like, a solid minute and a half. I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, can we, like... Can I go? Should I go use the bathroom or something right now? I kind of. If I come back, is he still gonna be doing this? Like the pattern of which they came in, I kind of saw it coming when Carmelo Hayes stepped foot into the cage. I knew Gargano was gonna go with him, and it just went back and forth until Breaker and Champa came out. But the one part, the aside from the failing to break the chain or find a key. Um, the one part that really did it in for me for this one that I was just like, uh, was the, the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Just. 
It felt a little that. model, like a like tone deaf yeah. a little bit. Like you just put on a banger match and that's the ending. I mean, I was kind of hoping there'd be more of like some impact in there. I mean, I know he's a so, Steiner and it was gonna be like a slam. I had no problems with that being yeah. like his finish, but I felt like there was like for a War Games match. It should have been something just a yeah. little bit more. Champa should have kicked out. Well, I, I didn't think Champa should have kicked well kicked Ch- out of that, but I think it should have taken at least a little bit more punishment. Yeah, a little bit for the final few minutes of the, the match. Because I really found it fitting that Breaker got the damn pin because I could really see him being the new guy to win the it's, to be it, the new face of he, NXT he, that they're he, going he, with. He's already gonna. He's already there. Mm-hmm. I I could I. He's already there. Yo, that near that near fall where Camelo Hayes broke up Champa and Gargano was fucking that was in the sick. middle. Yeah, and Gargano sacrificing himself again. Uh, but, fuck, uh, uh, who who is the other guy? D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo. The uh, generic Italian. He looks like a fat Johnny Stamboli. <laughs> Forget about it. And I like Johnny Stamboli. Did you know he was relic? relic? He looks like a reject from Deuce and Domino. My dude, you knew. Oh yeah, man. Do, dude, that one night storyline story in TNA. Mm-hmm. Yours, check this out if you haven't already. So, fucking, he's terrorizing Eric Young all night on the on the lead up to their matches when Eric Young was a grade A pussy. Shit is fucking hilarious. Oh, but, when he was the comedy Eric? Yep. The dumb fire uh, Eric? But all in all, the the match, uh, like I said, I, I give I give the match, I give it a C plus. I'll give it a B. I I'll go a little. This is straight B. I'll get I'll, I'll give, give it a C plus. I'll okay. give it B plus at max because it was it was entertaining. Like the action was good. There were some funny ass moments. Like Carmelo yeah. Hayes could be yeah. becoming a long dart. Yep. Like th- there were some good moments. I think what drops it down a whole lot is because like. Yeah, we had the big elbow drop, but most of the most of the, if you look back at the last four war games, we've always had like that whole group of people. Yeah. You see the sea of men, yeah, get taken out. We knew. Hold on, hold on. Uh, phrasing <laughs> like the fucking group. Of, I, we the group see of guys. We get it, no. like the, the the you know the the fucking like, uh, the what do you call it the uh, crowding the crowding <laughs> of people like Ricochet fucking doing the six thirty yep. the fucking Tower of Doom spot yep all in the semen got it but I give the match I uh, said C of men still funny <laughs> it did uh, not help at all. all I would give this... me and John just looked at each other <laughs> made direct eye contact and just <laughs> laughed I was. <laughs> I instantly see him cracking up right yes. as he gets it. Yes, oh, and um, so I get the ma- I would give the match a C, but because well, B plus because thank you, Johnny. Honestly, so that too, and the and, you know what? Be- you know what? Because of that, it gets upgraded to a B. Okay. Well, that. Oh, is, so you're going with mine. I'm going with a B. Well, that and also the finish kind of what just well, took he- me well, out here- of it. Well, here's what did it in for me, right? The weird fucking breaking attempt to break the chain. That I started to lose interest. The ending and Grayson Waller's attire. That is what did it in for me. Yeah. And it really didn't make sense because, like, like I, like, I agree with the chain thing. Like, because it, just, it like, weird. why would you lock your own partner out before uh, fucking Ciampa comes however, in? However. Yeah, because yeah, that. Um, however, who's uh, Carmelo's manager? Uh, some dude. Uh, fuck, what Some dude. He trick, uh, trick. Trick. Uh, trick Williams. Trick Williams. That's it. Yeah. I want to see him in the ring. ring. Yeah. I want to see him in the ring. His yeah. promos are pretty freaking. His promos good. are good, and he's got like the perfect, like the physique that just yeah. screams, "Get in the fucking ring! We need to see this." And also, he's been like, not well. He's gotten physical a few times, but nothing like stand out like a match. That I want to see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, War games, all in all, as a entire pay-per-view as a pay-per-view as a whole i give it a b plus yeah i'll follow that i'll give it there uh, wasn't anything 
outlandishly the like B, amazing. I'll, I'll give it a. But it was still I'll give good. it a ve- very low B. Okay. The B That's itself. B the B is. itself well, no, is like, for the show. Co- the plus is for thank minus. you, Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Because it was like a last pay per view for uh, Gargano. Yep. Last one for O'Reilly. Yep. Last time we're ever going to see DIY. Mm-hmm. Last time we probably will ever see the Undisputed Eras, like, hand gesture being thrown up. Yep. And let's also remember one thing. Kyle O'Reilly, next Tuesday, Kyle O'Reilly got hit with the door on the way out. Yeah, the cage match and then yeah. the, the going away for Gargano. I like the meme that I saw where Gargano had, like, a straight face. Yeah, I saw And Kyle, O'Reilly had a smile and it was Kyle, like, Kyle, uh, Kyle was, like, going to AEW, Gargano going to Raw. <laughs> Yes. Oh man, but overall, it was, a, it was a great War Games. I thought the whole pay per view mainly was gonna be this is gonna be a death of everything you know and love of what you loved of NXT from what you knew, and you're gonna love it and you're gonna accept. It wasn't it. even a fucking takeover. It, it they, they took the takeover name exactly. out. Exactly. It was just called War Games. Yep. And ironically enough, the tag team from the indie show we watched like that weekend <laughs> took the name Takeover. Literally. Yes. Yep. Oh shit. Uh, so what's next? What's so next? then. I was in complete disbelief what happened next. I just pull into work, have my breakfast, got my coffee, and this fool sends me a picture. Yeah, I sent him a picture from a Twitter that I saw from Fightful uh, Select, basically saying that uh, Jeff Hardy has been like released from the WWE and had uh, refused uh, to get help in rehab. So, backstory here. Anybody hasn't been keeping up with wrestling news, there was a house show, I don't know where, it was a house show they were doing, and Jeff Hardy was in a six-man tag with King Woods, Drew McIntyre, I don't know who they were facing. The Bloodline. The Bloodline? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And Jeff, I guess he was taking the heat, he tagged out to Drew, and he just eventually walked out, was walked out of the crowd. But he was, like, sitting on the apron for, like, a minute. Yeah. Like, there was so much going on in the ring. Because I remember, like, oh, somebody... Like, I was at work, and I just got, had lunch break when the first video surfaced. And it made news because he got pulled out of uh, the future uh, uh, matches he had, like, that, like, uh, week. Okay. And replaced with Rey Mysterio. Mm. So that's why I got bought up. So I saw the clip, and he just really just sat on the apron after taking the heat. He didn't move. He didn't, like, roll to the floor. He just, like, sat there for, like, what felt like maybe, f- like, four minutes and then just left through the crowd. Mm. And, and that was had, it. And security had to uh, stop him. Yeah. And security was behind. Like, security, like, came, like, a little while, bef- like, after he did. Like, he went into the crowd and then security came behind him. It's not like he- they were there waiting for him. Yeah. So it was just, like, spontaneous. Yeah. And uh, Sean Ross sat by, I remember somebody asking on Twitter, oh, did it have anything to do with that match? And he basically said, don't want to go into details, but yes. It specifically has to do with that match. But there's a lot of conflicting shit with this. There is. Like, at the, like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what to say. I, last I heard, and Matt, Matt said he was doing... Good. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like uh, after that video so, thing. Yeah, so it was all very confusing. I'm like, Matt just said he was clean and fucking and better than he ever was before. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was just on Broken Skull Sessions. And it looked like he was in a good place. And then fucking this happens, and then his wife came out like immediately after and said he was fine and that they were good and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. That not to believe everything you quote unquote hear. And then you have like every uh, Big E, who was like one of the first people to actually comment saying how much he has respect for him and how much he's respected higher ups and by all his peers and how he never heard a negative word said about him. Mm. Well, yeah, and that- then everybody else starts to follow suit because it's like, it's weird because. I know, like, I know you're probably getting ready to say that's not a surprise, well, no. and it's not, but it's just, to me it is when, after the release, it's be, like you hear, refused rehab, but everybody's saying he's fine. But no, no, what I was going to say was, 
like them like them saying like he was well respected like i could i could agree with that because yeah. i've met jeff and matt and jeff was he not to say he was quiet he was like like you you, like you know nick as you yeah, were he, he no actually quiet's the perfect way to put it yeah but like he, 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 he kind of keeps he, he's like kind of keeps, keeps to himself, himself. yeah but like, Where Matt's the talkative one and will interact with you. Jeff will be like, "Hi, how are you doing?" Real soft tone voice. Yeah, yeah. Because... Shake your hand and ask you, "Oh, who am I making this?" Out? Like he's very, yeah, yeah. very content. Yeah. Like, but he'll listen and all. He'll that. listen he's and still, all that. Yeah. He's paying attention to you. He's just, it's just him. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, but, we know people like that. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. Yeah, and Jeff was, and Jeff is, from like, if you look back at like. The Hardy Boys documentaries, like uh, The Twist of Fate or uh, My Life, My Rules. We were all guilty of wearing those armbands at some point. Yes, Cut up fucking, like, dress socks that my yeah. dad Same. hated me for. I, yeah. also, I also, I, when I was he just... He hated that. When I was younger, uh, maybe, like, 12, my mom had got me the uh, Jeff Hardy's uh, spandex shirt that he wore in uh, Impact. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the blue ones... Like the blue, like the blue black one that he would yeah. wear for his ring attire. Fucking like I would rock get... that every fucking day. So something fucking weird happened to me. So the the night before Jeff got released, mm-hmm. uh, I had a dream, and uh, pause, pause. Um, it was I, I tweeted at Jeff Hardy for some reason that I was gonna be at the show he was gonna be at later on that night at the WWE show or something. And then he replied, "All right, cool. Let me, uh, I'll uh, if I see you, uh, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. But so then I get to the venue and I'm going down, and he's doing meet and greets on the floor for some reason. And then he's like, "Hey, uh, I, I put up the uh, Jeff Hardy sign, and he's like, "Hey, come over here. I go over there, and then he's like, since you're, so, since you're such a big fan, I'm gonna paint your face like I paint my face. Pause." But he like did the. I wasn't face even paint. thinking about it like that. He put the face paint like he he did his face paint on me. I don't know why. I, that was a weird fucking dream, but it happened uh, like twelve hours before he got released. I had an old experience, and it's just kind of, well, you know about it. I told you about it, but I don't think you had a chance remember. to see it. You remember because I put it in the group chat on Insta. So. A story I had put oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. on Instagram a year ago got reported, and I got a notification for it. And I'm like, how does something from like September of last year get reported now? And it's a story because it's gone after 24 hours. So I start going through notifications and shit, and I'm like backing out, trying to like try to avoid it. I'm like, okay, I really have to deal with this shit because I don't get reported almost ever. So I'm like, okay, like going through it. And the picture's like really small. It's just like a zoomed out picture of it and saying it doesn't meet like the guidelines and shit. And after I go through it, it shows the picture to me. And it's that scene from The Office where it's like, I'm gonna jump! And it says Jeff Hardy overwards. And on the bottom, it's the guy with the loudspeaker saying and it has Vince McMahon. It's like, do a flip! <laughs> And it said, may promote suicide or self-injury. And I looked at it, and I'm like, you know, I can't say it's not wrong, but at the same time, you're like a year late. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the next day, he got fired, and I posted it, like, on my story with the tweet, and uh, on my story, ironically enough, and I'm like, well, this is crazy. Like, you know, hope he gets the help he needs. Posted, like, a picture. And also posted a picture that I saw from Bleacher Report and also that you posted with, like, uh, him looking out to the crowd. And it was, like, the signs that said, we love you, Jeff. Yeah. And it oh, looks, like, very, like, cinematic look to it. So yeah. that picture went around. And, yeah, like, it's just weird because then Matt teased him going to AEW. And he's yep. like, I'm extremely excited with the future. And took the E out of extreme, and it's like, yeah, this is this is weird yep. because it's like refusing rehab, so, but everybody's so, saying such nice things, so and it's like there's it, more. It feels like there's something I, not being said. So, so why do yeah. I? Here's what I thought of. Why do I feel like this is this was their way of getting rid of Jeff without saying you're old? Yeah, 
Like that's what I want. You that's know what, what I mean? I thinking. You know what I mean? Like... Because it's like Jeff Hardy was released. Last we heard, he was clean. Why does he need rehab right now? And who knows? Maybe the reason why he exited is because of like a undiagnosed like medical problem or something that happened to him that he just felt within his body. It couldn't. It didn't necessarily have to be a chemical imbalance. I don't know. Because like it, it's there's a lot of conf- like there's like, a it, it's a double edged sword man it's weird because the reception he had at Survivor Series because he was one of the last men on his team yeah even though I remember <coughs> Dave Meltzer saying it out of every person on his team he was the least pushed one but got the loudest reaction out of everybody on that team. And the word going around was that he was possibly going to do like a feud with like Roman. Mm. Yeah, and there was, was also that was and people. To and after Hardy got released, yep. there was like news going around about how somebody said that there was like a source that they had that was like a writer, and they had bought up to Heyman and Paul because their source Heyman was that Paul. close to them. Uh, Heyman and Paul, Heyman and a Roman. <laughs> yes, Heyman Paul, Paul. Heyman. So- Heyman has a ponytail. Paul does not. Yes. True. That's the difference. They're both different Paul people. Paul is bald. It's, it turns out it's Paul Levesque. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's just back too, so good Good on him. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? They're a source that they're close to uh, Paul and Roman, and they bought that whole up whole thing up to them because people started talking about it after Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and they were four. And that makes it even more disappointing. And also, yeah. something that your favorite wrestler said, fucking John, about how he still felt that him and Hardy had more single matches left in the tank. Yeah. And considering the feud they had in 2009, which is the year I coincidentally started watching repetitively, it makes me really wonder what the hell they both would have done as veterans instead of them being as made it to the main event as they were then. Yeah. Well, well, even then, they were, they were still veterans. But... But at that point, that was 2009. They yeah. were like, they just broke into the main event. There's some, there's something that doesn't add up. That's that. Yeah. That's it. It's yeah. Like, there's something not being. There's set. two stories. Well, I guess we'll know the truth sooner rather because, than like, later. Because uh, like, they had, uh, what's it called, t-shirts thing, and there was like a promotion thing or whatever. Like a uh, not t-shirt. There was like a poster promotion that Hardy was supposed to be onto that had a poster like this week or whatever mm. they blotted and covered out Jeff Hardy's face and removed his merchandise from like the shows that has uh, happened since he got released you can still buy his merchandise but you can't buy it at the shows anymore that's wild wow. and they covered up his picture off the poster that's, and just took him off like to it. me this just this feels like I don't know. It's like it feels like conspiracy theories. Again, like, it feels like it feels like this is their way of getting rid of Jeff Hardy without telling him you're old. I mean, at the same time, it's we it's weird that this is something from WWE mm-hmm. because this is okay. Let's talk about it like this. This is something that I feel like I know there's more to it because WWE saying, "Oh, like he refused to do rehab." And that match that kind of looked sloppy or was described more or less as an off night, yeah. which sounds fair. Yeah, that that that's what that's what if that look. Yeah, sorry, but when that report came out that he was removed from it because Russell Talk, when Russell Talk reported it and said he walked out of the match, I'm just like, okay, he was ha- like he could have had been having an off day and he was sl- like when they were saying like oh sluggish in the ring, like. Here's the thing with wrestlers, their personal life can also affect their in ring work. Like if some like I'm not saying like with drugs or anything, I'm just saying like at home, like that can lead to sloppy in ring performances. Um, but things were basically said that they're good from Beth. Yeah, yeah, I know I know. Like but that's when I first heard the reports, like mm. when he was removed. But it was just it's just freaking bizarre because you have all that and they're saying he how he refused rehab. And WWE wants to say how it looks sloppy, and everybody's like talking about, oh, is he? Did he relapse? If anybody should feel bad if he did relapse, I just want to say it should be WWE because let's not talk about that freaking stupid bar match that he had with Sheamus earlier this fucking year. 
And everybody said, that should not be done. And it was too soon. Granted, Matt said, oh, Jeff is good with the angle and everything. Jeff even said it himself on Austin's podcast. Like, his pills and drug addiction, that's easier to overcome because he doesn't have to be around it that much. Alcohol's different. Right. And to think about that after... Him saying that and then thinking back how he did that program with Seamus mm-hmm. and now like how he got released and they're saying how he refused rehab. It just does not look good for WWE no. because I did not like that gimmick. Even though no. Matt said that he was like close to Jeff and Jeff said he's okay with the gimmick. I still think regardless of even if he is some things you just shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah, there there are some things in real life. You think, you think they would learn from the time on. they did it with Hulk? And it's that reason that makes me really think there's more to this story. Oh, there's because he does more. have a ninety days no complete clause. I'll be back. So he does have ninety days. He does have ninety days. That okay. was something that everybody was not like really talking about. It was just over the why, but he yeah. does have ninety days. Okay. But, Crazy though. But I mean, I guess we'll see. Everyone's kind of spoken already. Like, everyone has their story. I guess they're sticking to it for now until Jeff eventually he breaks out and says, look, here's what's happening. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. All I can say is, Jeff, we hope you get better and hope to see you soon, bro. Mm-hmm. But we'll be right back with the second half of the show. Yep. back indeed and i think it's time to do something it's time to do something on this podcast that i that we've been wanting to do for a while and as we've been begging that we've been begging to taz do. to do for months it's time to, to send, send hook i'm a hooker you know <laughs> big fan of hook hookers uh, shout out to the, all the hookers out there yeah Oh my god, yes, Hook gets his own fucking segment on this podcast for tonight. Because yeah. holy shit, what an impressive performance that fucking was. Even yeah. though it was a squash match, what yeah. a squash match it was. It wasn't a, it was, I, it wasn't a I complete was, squash, but you know, no, 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 it, was no. still a, it was still a debut. So, so, there's a, so what I've come to realize is a difference between a squash match and a make the unshow and a showcase the other okay, guy's yeah. skills match. Okay. That was more of showing off what Hook can do rather than just beating the bloody hell out of fucking Fuego del Sol. Okay, because this win loss record really made me think it was a squash match. Mind you, Fuego seven and thirty three. No, so seven and thirty four. I, I kind of looked at it like, all right, they're focusing a lot on like. What he can do. What he can do, how agile he is, the way he executes each move. What a showcase this guy had, that, that That's exactly what yeah. they were doing. They were showcasing what he can do. I wouldn't necessarily call it a squash match. My definition of a squash match would be something that Braun Strowman does every night because they can't figure out where to put him. <laughs> Adam, sure. Are you sure But. <laughs> And plus, they didn't really make it a, a squash squash match. That Fuego got some offense in occasionally. Yeah. He got it, more offense. Occasionally, occasionally, but it, it, it's it, it is what it was. Fuego got more offense in on Miro than he did Hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hook, Hook, not squash match. Hook versus Miro. Let's go. Hook versus CM Punk at next year's All Out. Let's get it. <laughs> Hook should be Punk's. I'm saying one it. loss. I said That's it. it. Yep. Yep. He should be Punk's first loss. I'm not going to go there, but that would be pretty poetic if it was. <laughs> Think about it this way, though. They could play off the fact that Punk wanted Hook since the get-go. And it never happened. Yeah. That's just crazy. Uh, but also the fact that we could get Punk versus uh, Hook soon because remember uh, Punk had that confrontation with Ricky Starks because yep. of MJF who came back to beat up on Dante Martin and he had a GTS on Ricky. Yep. yep. So we're definitely gonna see Punk with uh, FTW going at it again soon. So we could get that. And also Punk was the first person who said send a hook. Exactly. <laughs> but uh. Damn, this guy can he, move. He, yeah. he went like how he landed on his feet out of the hip toss mm-hmm. 
and then just like went into like the uh, the pump handle into the damn like gut wrench like uh, suplex. Yeah. Clean, quick as hell. Uh, like that leg lock into like uh the freaking like the leg trap on the ground that went into the rear naked choke that looked like a fucking rear naked choke mix of a twister combination. Mm-hmm. Never saw that. No. Loved that. Yeah. Uh, but damn, man, like the Taz like fucking suplex. Like the Tazplex. The Tazplex, the Exploder he did. The, like, the his own version of a fucking uh Taz Mission or the, the crossface. Ka- uh, the crossface, uh the Kata Katahajime. Katahajime. No, the one before the before the Katahajime. Well I'm just talking about he everything it, he did. He locked it like he fucking hooked the leg and then fucking locked in the crossface. I'm like, what the Yeah, fuck like is the that? twister, like uh like fucking yeah. like uh Choke that he did, like he had his leg trapped on the ground and had him in a choke too. Taz is even like, oh, that's a modified leg trap chokehold. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? And it's like almost everything this guy was doing, I at least never seen before or never saw executed in that combination before. And his entrance was unique enough. He came out with the shorts that just said hook, the taped up hands... Like it was like it's it, all it, you need. It, it, it was it, it was the first fight. Yeah. Thing like the first fight uh, look. Yeah. Like just not even no pyro, just a blacked out, just the words hook. Yeah. And the literally. action Brunson fucking music queuing up that fit like his fighter persona, and uh, yeah, it ended with uh, the Katahajime or the Taz mission, which everybody popped for. Everybody fucking popped for it. And uh, there's this picture that I saw that we all were talking about, and all of us had seen it. Like, before we even got here, which was, like, that over-the-shoulder picture of Taz on commentary standing and clapping for his son walking down the rampway in his debut match. Yeah. That's fucking cool. And, man, what a debut that was. Like, Yeah, man, he's got chips on his shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) All in all, I was very impressed with the way he performed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit. He has the look, uh, you know... Promost, like, he hasn't really been given a chance to talk on the mic, so I don't know yeah, where he's at. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, even, even like, when he was, like, on screen with Team Taz, it's It was, like, like, a quick he, one-liner. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. But, so, like, Hook has been sent. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be around, like, often, often. I'd be surprised if he's, like, booked for a match already next week. Yeah. I feel it has to be organic now. It's just like, hey, Hook's ready. Let's send him out there. And it's just like, okay, now you know, you know Hook's what? sent, and now you know, you know he what? can be sent again. You know what? That could be a good gimmick. He's like a hitman. Think about it. Occasional hitman. Think about it. Fucking one night, Ricky Starks goes in there with CM... Uh, yeah, CM Punk, right? Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks go in there with Punk. Starks loses, right? Hobbs goes in next week. Loses. Right? They're in the back. They cut a promo. Taz, what do we do? Send hook. Like just the words send hook. That's all and you need. It'll get to. It already fits like that freaking like just that like just the tone you feel like can shift. Like if this like if he really like, like sticks with it. Exactly. And it's like, like it's like gets gotta, with it. It's this like, could be something he could run with. I exactly. could feel like sort of like a Iceman like sort of exactly. figure with it. It's like yo. Send hook. Like, it's, you send the hitman sort of thing. It's like, you got a problem? Simple. Send hook. It's like, almost like that John Wick sort of thing. Yeah, kind of. And hook's got, and hook, if he goes that route, he don't even need to talk. Yeah. He just needs to go out there and do what he did to Fuego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Oh, God. Can't wait to see what's next for this kid. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <sighs> But and now on to the part of the show where things get a little depressing. Not depressing. Like uh, it, yeah, it depressing. still gave us a lot. It gave a us lot. a lot of good moments. It gave us a lot. And it's so sad to see it go. Possibly. Possibly. But it's a good chance it may well be their final show. Yeah. Ring their, of Honor. Their true final battle. Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And God, when I saw it advertised as final battle, I was like, oh my God, that, the meaning right now means it so It means much. more now than it yeah. ever did before. Exactly. Yes, Generico Steen, it meant a lot, but not as much as this. Mm-hmm. Like, they've given us so many matches. Like, Punk Joe happened there. Yeah. Yep. 
legendary match that fucking was. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson like really became a household name because of the match she was having there. Mm-hmm. Like Kenta Kabashi. Kenta Kabashi, his like a uh, his return there where he had like a second like a emergence in the US and everything. His matches with Joe, Mitsuharo Musawa coming there before his passing and having his matches yep. and giving us honestly what if we looked at, if we never got those matches in Ring of Honor, we would have looked at today as dream matches, what ifs. Yeah. But yeah. it's the fact that Ring of Honor really gave us some of those matches first. Yeah. Like uh, Ring of Honor's uh, G1 Supercard, I've talked about before. First mm-hmm. ever Ring of Honor in New Japan, but first ever pay-per-view I ever went to. First show I ever went to in the Garden. It was like Ring of Honor matches. Um uh, I still remember like uh, meeting like you guys, and you guys were like heavy into Ring of oh, Honor. Yeah. Like you guys were like at like the pay per views that were always there, and that made me start to go into the indies a little more. And I found like my own little niche of like shit that like I liked, but like Ring of Honor was something else, man. Like uh, I first found out about it from like the pipe bomb, to be honest, and I was like, oh. That's something they usually don't allow, but started going on, seeing all these matches, <coughs> like the Briscoes versus Bucks, yep. the Addiction versus Bucks, Bucks versus the Hardys, and that the ladder Expedition match. Expedition Gold! Oh, man. That we were there for. Like, there's so much to talk about. Cody Rhodes, like, freaking heel run where he won the... Uh, Marty Skrull Marty Scurll showing up and joining the Bullet Club. The same night Adam, Adam Cole, Cole got kicked, kicked out. out of it. I was third row for that. Jeez, man. Like, I was right by the ramp for Final Battle 2018 where it was the Elite's Final Battle. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Adam Page fucking ruled, man. That shit was wild. But, um... So... Let's run down the card of yeah. this final battle. I kind of want to hear this. Yeah. On the, on the pre-show, you got Chelsea Green and the Hex, which is Allison K and Marty uh, Marty Bell versus Miranda mm-hmm. uh, Miranda Alize and the Allure, which is obviously Angelina Love and Mandy Leon. Okay, and I didn't know uh, Allison K and Mandy uh, Allison K and uh, Marty Bell were going to be there. I didn't either. That's uh, on the pre-show and. We have um, a ten-man tag team match to be determined versus two to, to be determined. Uh, okay. So I guess the competitors haven't even been announced yet. No, you're right. Uh, the Righteous, which is uh, Vincent Bateman and Dutch versus, um, oh these this this match just happened actually. Um, the Righteous defeated Shane Taylor per, per promotions to become the new Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Title. Champions. Oh, so they lost uh, the six man belts. And they've been. Champions for a long ass while too. Hasn't been champion for a better part of like the whole year. Yeah, if not more. But mm-hmm. um, on the main card we got uh, Dragon Lee versus uh, Ray H- Horse. Horse. Yeah, yeah, Horse. That match is gonna fucking rule. Um, you got e- Eli e- Ilsom. I can never say that name right. T- uh, Taylor Rust and Tracy Williams versus uh, Brody King, Homicide, and Tony Depin. Damn. Um, also, Kenny King versus Shane Taylor in a fight without honor, so Shane Taylor was pulling double. I'd be surprised if Taylor loses here. Yeah. I know they've been pushing Kenny King recently, because Kenny King beat Lethal uh, in 2019 clean to end their feud. So, um, up next for the Women's uh, Championship, we got Roxy versus Willow Knight- Nightingale. Okay. Okay. Um, you got Josh Woods defending the Pure Championship against Brian Johnson. All right. And a fatal four-way match for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship is Dalton Castle defends against Rhett Titus, Joe Hendry, and Silas Young. Mm. Okay. And now for the two last Going for matches. Joe Hendry here. Yeah, we're Joe Hendry. The OGK, OG Kingdom, versus the Briscoes for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. I hope Cole shows up tonight for one last thing with the Kingdom. And some breaking news here that I just found out because they just announced this on the pre-show. So obviously, Jay Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham. Mm-hmm. But it is for the original Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Like the one before the new one? The original. The OG. Like the... With the red letters? Yeah. What the fuck? I just found that out and my jaw dropped. That's wow. nuts. Wow. It's insane. 
So we really are taking it back to like the Joe, like Nigel McGinnis era, yeah. like level belt. Yeah. Sheesh, man. And meanwhile, here's a picture of Nick Khan and The Rock. Wonder if that means anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I don't know what to think about that now. Like now, it makes me really think it could be their last and show. And fucking Ring of Honor posted two hours ago. You never know. You never know who might make an appearance with the eyes emoji. Fuck's sake, man. Hmm. I'm I probably mean, gonna watch I, this later tonight. Yeah, word. I mean, if this is if this is really their last show, go all out with it, man. Exactly. Bring back whoever you can and do one last hurrah and have fun with it. I'm but, sure all these guys will find homes. Yeah, like uh, freaking. Even though I don't like Lethal because of the eh, but well, which I've already which the which I've already discussed and already blew up like that week, like that like next week it got sh- fucking bought up. But you know everybody's been popping up. Uh, Roxy, I don't see lose see her losing her women's title tonight. Uh, I could see her being like bought up in like Impact or somewhere else like that. Um, like. There's a lot of people. I can see Brody King killing it in either Impact or AEW or wherever the hell he decides to go and being a well-made main event name there. Because mm-hmm. Brody King is underrated as shit. Yes, he is. Um, also, I can we please get PCO versus Orange Cassidy, please? <laughs> Y'all know where I want to see Taven. I want to see Taven in AEW. Yeah. I know you do. Taven's fucking awesome, man. But uh, if they say who can never show up, who 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 you think could possibly show up? Do you think Punk may show up? I think. Possibly. I think. So. You think Danielson could show up? I think, I think so. it's definitely possible. It's and definitely I think possible. I really want to see. I don't I think really Joe will show up. Joe probably won't show up, but you'll you'll definitely see people. I it would surprise me if you saw really huge like names from Ring of Honor all show up, and it's like in the numbers of like three, like two would surprise me. One really wouldn't. Because after your tweet, it's like, okay, maybe one person. But if it's like like a group, it actually would surprise me. Yeah. But I think it would be so fitting for it. Because they do see, have a crowd tonight, right? Yeah. Okay. I can see Danielson or, and or Punk presenting the winner of the main event with the original Ring of Honor championship. That'd be cool. Kenta fun. could do it. Yeah. Fucking Loki could do it. Anybody could do it. Mm. This yeah. is It's just so weird. Because like... There was a time where we thought Impact was going to go and like Ring of Honor was like on the resurgence. Like if AEW didn't happen, I really thought Ring of Honor and New Japan were going to fill that slot just because of how much momentum the elite were getting with all the stuff they were doing. Mm -hmm. I really thought Ring of Honor was just going to take over the world. Yeah. Like, uh, and then now to see like how things were going and how like, Never did question how, like, them paying all those wrestlers' paychecks for shows that got canceled during, like, the, uh, pan, like, demic and shit like that with, uh, Cyrus the Virus and shit. Right. Uh, that, uh, it would actually take that much of a hit on them until I heard, like, they were, like, billions, like, in debt. Yeah. And then saying, like, the video library is, like, on the line to be bought, and now, like, they could take offers from the company. They're taking and fielding all offers and now I'd like to hear that you never know who could show up in the tweet and now you're fighting for the OG belt. Uh, it's, Fuck. Like, it's like I think this is the curtain call. Yeah. It really is. Like this it's, this, it, this, ha- this has to be the curtain call. Like I wasn't a fan at the time when it happened, but it feels like almost that same like it feels like it could be like that same energy when the ECW went out. Yeah. Because we kind of saw the writing on the wall with uh, Ring of Honor for the past couple months now. I mean, we talked about it before, but now it's here. Yeah. I could easily see the main event going into overtime, like 60-minute draw. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. I could see something like that. Because it's Gresham and Lethal, right? Yeah. Yep. And they like, definitely do it. And I could see them, like, not wanting to, like... Uh, have Lethal go down like that, because Lethal was one of the guys that they put over. And everything, but um, uh, just for the sake, sa- just for the sake of uh, you know, that it's Gresham and Gr- Gresham has been like on the rise as a solo star for the longest time, so I could really see that being like a thing where they could have like a like a draw or something like that happen. Oh yeah, for sure. But damn, imagine them going to an hour draw the and their final happened, show. Last time it happened was Lethal and uh, Taven. 
That shit was wild. Whew. But, yeah. Leave the memories alone! <laughs> God. I salute Ring of Honor. Yeah. In its final hours. Hopefully this is a banger fucking rest of the night for this. R-O-H. 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 World title. The original world title will be given to the winner later on. Okay. There's a picture of it. Yep. Is that Maria Canellas on commentary too? Yep. Hey. Alright. Priest Coleman. Well. That was it for everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Share, subscribe, like, listen. Yeah. And even if you didn't like our podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe anyway. Send it to somebody you don't like. And also, if you have the time, spam them with it. If you have the time, subscribe to uh, JCB Productions. I am uh, currently one one away from 60 subs. Yay. With uh, only video really being of uh, I Just Kickstand 2K17, which currently has like 19,000 views. Let's go. Yeah. Woo! All right. Well, I'll give a shout out to uh, Dirty Heels and also my fucking own little YouTube thing. I'm just like uploading shit that I do against the computer in 2K17. I just yeah. boost up all their overalls to 100 and then basically choose like somebody I just decided to randomly push against the computer on legendary difficulty and try not to die. And I've gotten matches that go at least 30 minutes out of it. Uh-huh. And they're actually pretty fucking good. So check out Skinwalker Club on fucking uh, YouTube. Don't have to like and subscribe, but do look at some of the videos, because some of them are crazy. Hell yeah. Even get some of my fan uh, uh, and... videos from there, from the shows I've been to, like SmackDown ROH. And pretty soon... See my Marty entrance. And pretty <laughs> soon, we'll be starting our high side, of the, high side of the Ropes gaming channel. Yes. That we're... is actually what we are going to be working on right as we go off the air here. Yeah. Oh, what did you guys talk about? Sorry, I was. I had to. Uh, so yeah, we covered. We sent Hook. We sent Hook, and we gave ROH its final passing goodbye. Mind if I say say some stuff real quick about it? Go ahead, but I have a real quick question. Are you a hooker? Are you a hook fan? I'm gonna nominate Brandon to kill that bug real quick because he's kind of tripping me the fuck out. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's what you're doing. Another hole in the wall. No. Dust felt. Yep, he's dead now. <laughs> Try again, motherfucker. If he's not, Brandon. Yo, there's pieces from the wall falling off. <laughs> I see you swiping the crumbs. Don't like... you see the falling of the wall? But, <laughs> Don't you see but no. the writing what... of the wall? Is that motherfucker still alive? Brandon, go get the lead pipe. <laughs> Do a swanton on it. Do a swanton? Yeah, give it an elbow drop. But no. So. So I didn't get to talk about it, but Hook's match, it, it was a solid debut debut for me. Debut. <laughs> We're like in closing right Sabu, now. Sabu's Sorry. Walmart's cousin. <laughs> debut. But, but no, it was a good debut, and Ring of Honor, honestly, I have to say thank you, because it made indie wrestling what it is, and it gave life to all these other in, indie promotions like WrestlePro and Monster Factory and all these other companies around the world. Mm-hmm. So I have and to thank also, him for that. You 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 weren't here. You weren't in the room when we got when uh, for the breaking news. Tonight's uh, ROH title match will be for the original ROH belt. Oh shit! Red really? letters Lethal and all. Lethal and Gresham. Oh, Lethal and, and Gresham. And I, and I was gonna say this before I left the room, mm-hmm. but because uh, Ringside News posted it, uh, uh, take that with a grain of salt. Well, this one kind of sounds a little more believable. Uh, AEW and Impact will send wrestlers to final battle. Oh yeah, I heard about that because oh, oh, they yeah. sent them oh, yeah, lethal. They, yeah, because they, they signed lethal. Because and also they also the said that tonight there you never. They said you never know who's going to show up, like uh, with the eyes emoji. Yeah. And we talked about how it could be Punk, Danielson, everybody yeah. who it could be. I, I, I would not. Mind, I, I would love to see that because it would make the most sense. Because I said this, I said this to John, and before we started. I said, like, uh... I just thought of something. Ring what? of Honor hasn't really been the same over the last few years. It's not, like, what it's created. Yeah. It, I feel like it eventually turned into another company, in my opinion. But it still has that legacy. Yeah. That Punk, McGinnis, uh, wait, yeah, Nigel McGinnis, yeah, I, I was making sure I said this name right. Uh, Danielson, Joe, uh, Loki, 
uh, Amazing Red. Like, the list goes on. Xavier. Xavier, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Like, all these guys made Ring of Honor what it is today. Like, they got the foundation. They started to build and the elite. They got to the top, and now... It was just Ring of Honor to just keep going. It was literally a promotion that had several generations of wrestlers carry it on their backs. Ring, yeah. of, Ring of Honor Final Battle will not have Mr. Ring of Honor. Mm. Damn it, Roddy. Well, yeah. and uh, and like, like, I like to say this real quick. Ring of Honor is the, for the longest time, was the place that had the best matches. Just saying. Like, Danielson... Smashes with uh, McGinnis. The ring post spot, yeah. Yep. Fucking, uh, like, thank you, Ring of Honor. Just gotta say that. That's really where we could leave it, is thank you, Ring of Honor. One final clap for Ring of Honor. R-O-H! 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 R-O-